All righty. Welcome back, everyone, to Surrounded by Grace, a podcast by Our Lady of Grace Youth Ministry. So welcome, everyone. Uh, welcome, Izzy and Mikey. How's it going? It's going good. Going good. How about you guys? Doing well. Just trying to get through the day. <laughs> you know? That's all we can do during this <laughs> pandemic, really. Yeah. So uh, how's your week been? What have been the highlight of your week so far? Well, I don't know if it's a highlight, but uh, school started today. Um, and yeah, <laughs> it's funny because like uh, I only have three periods today, so I only met up with three teachers. But every teacher was like, welcome back. Second semester still online. And it's <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I get it. <laughs> so they're like they're very upset and uh, it's understandable. Yeah, for sure. Especially as seniors, I think we're trying to find every single little light that we can and like (laughs) just every good moment. And while we're online, like it's just so hard. Um, We're actually so we never got our yearbooks from last year. And so, yeah. And so we're actually going to go and pick them up tomorrow. So they're doing like a big drive through. So it's like, um, yeah. So it's like seniors on Wednesday. juniors on thursday and then sophomores on friday but it's our yearbooks from last year so the the freshmen aren't getting anything (laughs) um but yeah it's gonna be exciting but i also think it's gonna be pretty hectic so i guess we'll just kind of see how that goes but i'm excited to get my yearbook finally don't you have a final this week or next week next week okay okay. well that's fun (laughs) i know i'm still in technically i'm still in semester one which is kind of just sad (laughs) and i will ask you mikey uh he told me he feels a little bit of it do you feel any senioritis already or Um, I think ever since I started getting into colleges, I'm like, okay, I can kind of chill a little bit, but I'm not like, I haven't taken my first semester finals, which are really like the last kind of grades that really count. Um, so not completely yet, but it's definitely coming. Like I can feel senioritis coming. Okay. All right, you guys. So, um, how is your college applications going? uh or college duties per se (laughs) college duties uh that's one way to put it well uh as i've mentioned before um i've already applied to my colleges waiting to hear back from one um and all i need to do right now are like practice for my auditions because i'm going into school of music so uh the way we get in rather than essays is with uh auditions so i've been practicing with that and progress has been pretty good uh i actually I was kind of nervous about like how difficult these auditions would be, but they're actually not too bad. So it's nice. pretty good. Yeah, that's good. Um, I actually found out last week that I got into Pepperdine University. All right, nice. Congrats. Thank you. Um, so that was the last one that I was kind of expecting in the first kind of round of decisions. And so now I have to wait until March to figure out about like the UC schools and a couple of the others that I applied to. Okay, cool. Which... Like, it's good, but also I just want to get it over with and figure out where I've gotten into. And so a lot of people have applied to the UCs, so it might take even longer than expected. Um, yeah, like 40,000 people or more applied. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and the normal um, applications are already a lot, but this year now that they're not taking test scores, they're, taking in, or they're getting in so many more applications, which is just more scary and nerve-wracking but i don't know i guess i just have to wait until march and then i'm also working on a ton of scholarships right now um i found a couple that are pretty cool so i'm doing the taco bell scholarship what is a taco bell scholarship Uh okay so basically um they it's do you guys know how like taco bell says like live mas yeah yes okay so they 
have this scholarship where instead of writing an essay, instead of like putting in all of the stuff that you've done over the past four years, you make a video. Mm, And so you make a video about your passion and kind of what you want to do in life and stuff like that. And you you cut it into a two minute video and you submit it and hope for the best. (laughs) And so, yeah, I'm just, I'm scripting right now. It's due on the 20th. So I'm kind of close, but um, I'm scripting and then I'm planning to film this weekend. Okay, cool. Well, good luck with that. Thank you. So I think it's kind of interesting uh, seeing you guys that um, you guys are getting ready for college. Essentially, you're getting ready for uh, life after high school. So I, I think that's beautiful. But I think one thing I want to pose a challenge to you, and this challenge goes to pretty much everyone, really, uh, is what is your vocation? I think going to college is great. And I think it could help form what you want to do. But I think we have to kind of maybe come in with that mindset. Uh, what is my vocation? So um, real quickly, when you guys heard, I, I sent uh, Izzy and Mikey uh, an article that they can read about vocation. If you look up on Google, it will tell you the definition is a strong feeling of uh, a particular career or occupation. Uh, so a strong feeling of suitability, sorry, of a particular career or occupation. So that's what it is, uh, if you want to use it like in a sentence. Uh, a person's employment or main occupation, especially regarded as particularly worthy, requiring great dedication. The vocation, her vocation is as a poet, uh, trade or profession and all that. So vocation. The church tells us a little bit different. If I were to look at what the church tells us, uh, it says right here, each member of the church is called to holiness. This means we are called to love, to love God and to love each other. That particular way you live out that call to holiness is your vocation. So if I were to ask you both, what do you think is your vocation? What comes to mind first? Do you have an answer or you're like, hmm, not (laughs) sure. What would you say? I think it's definitely taken me a long, I've been on a long path to get to where I am right now. Um, throughout my entire life, I've kind of been all all of the activities that I do and everything that I, um, spend my time doing has been centered around children. And so originally I thought, well, I want to be a teacher because I love being around children. I babysit, I help with, um, drama programs in middle school and elementary school, Um, I do youth ministry, like everything that I do is centered around children. And so initially I was like, okay, well then that means that I want to be a teacher. Um, but as I started going through high school, I actually veered over into thinking, well, because I live in Los Angeles, I think that it's a great place to become a director. And so I started looking into filmmaking and all of these different things. And then I was like, hmm. No, nah, not really. <laughs> and then I went back to the idea of children. And, and as I started taking classes that were more rigorous and, and more science-based, I have grown into the love of becoming a pediatric physician, so like a pediatrician. Um, and so that's centered around children, but also around kind of working my mind around problems, which is something that I really okay. love to do. Um, and so... I really love working, like doing missionary work and, and just kind of working for people who aren't 
given the same opportunities as others. And so eventually my hope is to, you know, start a practice and, and a clinic for those who maybe don't have as good medical insurance and medical care as we do. And, and, and I feel like I've grown up in a place that I've been so fortunate to be able to cure my asthma and, and, and everything that I've gone through medically. So I've, again, it's taken me a long time to kind of figure out that this is what I want to do, but going into college, I, I kind of had to sit myself down and, and figure this out, but mm. yeah, it's kind okay. of what I'm thinking right now. No worries. No, it's That's very good. cool. Yeah. Thank you. Um, well, it's funny you mentioned that because if you asked me that almost like exactly a year ago, I would tell you, you know, I'm wondering the same thing. Like what, <laughs> what am I meant to do in life? Uh, it's gotten... All the way, like, I've, I've wondered that question, and I've always told myself, well, future me is going to handle it. <laughs> <laughs> and look where I am now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so essentially the this past summer in quarantine, I had a lot of time to myself and really think, what do I want to do? Um, and I kind of realized that I just had a passion for music that was sparked in ninth grade because, like, originally I didn't want to join my high school band. But, um, you know, like... I'm really glad that I did it because now I feel like I have somewhere to to go in life. And as Izzy said, like I've always had this this gravitation towards children because I love I love playing with children. I love like interacting with them just because they're little rascals. <laughs> um, so I figured I could put the two together um, and become a music teacher, uh, either in high school or elementary school. Um, but I'm leaning more towards high school because mature kids are kind of my swing of things um but i feel like it's taken me a while to really like realize that because i consider myself a jack of all trades like when i was little i wanted to be like mediocre at like everything so that there was nothing i was bad at but uh but in doing that you know jack of all trades master of none i didn't there was nothing that i felt like really stood out to me um until music came around so that's that's where i feel i'm at cool so what we'll do right now we're going to take a quick uh pause for the cause and then come back and kind of open that up a little bit like how do we know what our vocation is how do we see it nowadays are we the generation that's open to vocations or are we struggling with that so we'll kind of hit that when we come back hey guys do you ever get hungry that you can eat a whole cow well you're in luck at los hermanos burritos they practically give you an entire cow's worth of meat in their beef burrito with an extra large tortilla four scrambled eggs potatoes cheese hot links ham bacon and sausage the beef will def- definitely satisfy your hunger try it at los hermanos burritos remember let them know you heard about th- about them at surrounded by grace podcast all righty guys welcome back so what we're going to do right now is kind of talk about vocation and kind of looking at our own life, but also looking at other people's lives, not other people specifically, but <laughs> everyone else, like kind of just seeing where we're at as a generation. This is not about someone in particular. <laughs> so don't think if you're listening, they're talking about me, they're talking about me. <laughs> uh, we're not. Um, but maybe if you hear a little pool, maybe that's God talking to you. So we we're just kind of uh, talking about vocation in the first half. Uh, like kind of explain what it is and kind of like looking into our own life uh and i kind of want to like bring it out to you guys in a question but i want to share real quickly about my own uh like thought of vocation so originally i thought about being a priest when i was like what 24 25 
I was a youth minister at another parish. I had done youth ministry for five years. And I was like, okay, I know the struggle. I know what the calendar looks like. Uh, September is orientation. It's excitement. And then we go into the, the ups and downs of the first half. And then after that, it gets a low. And then it goes back up and we go to our retreat. And the retreat is amazing and everyone loves it. And then in between, you sprinkle adoration sessions, uh, middle school program. And I felt like it was mundane. I was doing the exact same thing over and over with some passion, but not the passion I truly wanted to. So I thought maybe God's calling me to be a priest because I love working in the church. I love working with young people. So I took a year off. Uh, I started doing traveling youth ministry. I didn't like that. <laughs> I felt it was like rock star youth ministry. Like I, I did a retreat and then I left. And there was no follow-up with people. Yeah. Like, how do I, how dare I give, in my eyes, I'm not talking anything bad about traveling youth ministry, but in my eyes, I was like, how do I give a talk about my, my life and then leave? You know, I was only there for a day or two, but I don't get to like walk with young people. And so then I went to Mexico to work with the, one of the poorest towns in uh, Tijuana and kind of build the youth ministry there. And then uh did some other stuff came back home and then i ended up in our lady of grace uh which i'm very glad that i'm here and it taught me what i needed was i had left already a good foundation god was calling me to build a foundation elsewhere like i, I did all i could at that parish now it's time to go to a different parish and serve and love as best i can but i thought about being a priest because i felt that vocation was serving then I just remember I had a spiritual director and he told me, you know what? I feel this heart that you keep saying about being a, a family man. You say that, but then you talk about being a priest. But then you talk about being a family man. Then you talk about being a priest. So he's like, why don't you take a year to go back home? I'm not telling you to look for a girlfriend, but be open to dating around. Be open to uh, being alone and just see what God has in store to you. Don't look for anyone. Yeah. Don't push anyone away. Just be open. And, you know, it must have worked because I'm getting married. Uh, <laughs> so it, it worked out the way it needed to work out. But I needed to go through that in my own vocation. But I learned how to be open. That was a struggle. It wasn't as easy as and make, maybe I made it sound in two, three minutes. Um, so my question to you guys, uh, Izzy and Mikey, is kind of, do you think the generation we're in right now, mainly your generation, because I'm a different generation than you guys are, uh, is there an openness to a vocation? Is there an openness to what God wants for their life? Hmm. What do you think? Um, looking at yourself, looking at your friends, what do you feel the... So I guess the way I'll put it is like by openness of vocation, kind of like where people... Well, what, what do you mean by that, I guess, is my question. What God's calling them for. What... There, everyone's here on earth for a reason. We're not just here by accident. Uh, there's a purpose for us. Do you think people are trying to be open to the purpose God has given them? Or do you think people are trying to shape the purpose they want? There's a difference yes, for what definitely. you want and what God wants. Definitely. Okay. Well, in that case, <laughs> I feel like this generation definitely wants to shape their own future. Um, and there's beauty in that. There is. There's definitely beauty in that. Um but I, a lot of people challenge me on this, but I'm a firm believer in fate. Um, I, I feel like you can break fate, like you can break away from fate, but I feel like there's, 
everything is set in stone for us and things happen uh for a reason um but like like nowadays people obviously uh want to be want to choose who they who they want to be but i feel like ev- like as everything happens for a reason they will be what they want to be because it's what they're meant to be that's something i firmly believe in um and i feel like nowadays there's so much exposure to so many different um i guess life routes <laughs> Uh, like, cause like back then before the internet, there was only so much you could see and expose yourself to. But now that there's the internet, there's a whole wide variety of like possible lives people like one can have. Um, and I feel like that exposure definitely adds on to the amount of people who are like, well, since there's so much out there, I have the freedom to choose who I want to be. Um, and I feel like obviously you can argue for both ways that like this generation, is very accepting of what happens to them. And this generation is also, uh, very, uh, what's the word? Like, like they want, like they want to choose things for themselves. Okay. Yeah. I would say it's a little bit of both. I, I could, I, I definitely could argue both sides. I mean, specifically looking at like the, the path that I want to take in my own life. Um, you think about becoming a doctor and, and it, although it sounds cool, like, You have to think about all of the years that it's going to take in order to get to the goal that you want to get to. And it's, and it's basically, it's, it's insane. Like I am looking at a path that will take me to becoming a doctor at 30. So that's not close at all. Like it's, it, there's a lot of school that I have to do and a lot of practice that I have to do. Um, and I'm 17 years old. I feel like it's kind of crazy to say like, okay, this is what I want to do that I'm done. Like I'm going to school and that's, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. Yeah, right. <laughs> like I, the amount of experience that I've had has been in elementary school and middle school and then in high school and that's it. Like I've been surrounded by school walls my entire life. Mm-hmm. And so now without any experience of going out and actually trying different things i'm having to choose like exactly what i want to do and it's and it's scary but it's also i've kind of geared myself to realize that maybe this is not what i meant to do but it's going to take me a little bit of time outside of the walls of high school to kind of figure out where i'm meant to be yeah and so in that sense i think a lot of people our age especially are set up for these expectations of, okay, well, you have to become a lawyer, you have to become a doctor, you have to yeah, do something definitely. that's going to make you a lot of money or do something that's going to um, make you look good or stuff like that, where it's really just kind of seeing where you're meant to be. And so I think like it's not <clears throat> completely on our generation or on your generation that that expectation, but it's more of like once you're able to realize like, do I want to do this because I want to do this or do I want to do this because it looks good or because it's going to help me in the future only me so like something that I really look at in in a future career whether that's becoming a pediatrician or not is like something that is the root of my existence is helping others like I I want to put that first before anything else Mm -hmm. and so in the path that I'm choosing right now that is what I'm planning to do but it could change in a little bit so yeah. it, it really just depends. And so then I think like with the expectations that that may cause us to 
kind of try and form our own path mm-hmm. um, when God is really the one that's that's trying to help us and, and do that for us. But um, yeah, I think I think you could definitely argue both ways for sure. Yeah. And I think you kind of hit it a little bit on the money. Like I think we we've been taught that we need to find what's going to make us the most money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's going to help us be set for life. And to a certain extent, there that is somewhat important, you know, like being set, you don't want to be in debt your whole life. <laughs> um, but money isn't everything, you know, like I think we're, we're, we're teaching uh, or we're taught the wrong things. Um, you know, so I think when I see that in, in a lot of young people, uh, like, well, they're like, yeah, I just want to make X, Y, Z. I'm like, okay, well, you're talking about the dollar amount, but yeah. what is that going to do? <laughs> you know, uh, and statistics show when you make more money, you start buying more stuff. So you, you're saying when I get more money, then I can be this, then I can do that. But then statistically, we get more in debt when we make more money because we just start buying more stuff or getting into things that were, you know, and all that stuff. So I think we kind of have to teach not just my generation, your generation is like, What's going to bring us true joy? That's what we should be seeking. The, the money doesn't matter. Uh, but we're, we're taught, in, especially in America, you have to have a good yeah. credit score. You have to have a good income. Especially here in California, it sucks to live in California. <laughs> uh, so I think it's kind of hard for, to tell someone, like, because there's people that might say, like, hey, I want to be a teacher. I think there's beauty in working with young people. But then teachers are one of the most underpaid vocations out there. So then people are like, I don't want to be a teacher. Then I'll, I'll do this. I'll do that. You know, looking for the higher pay. Um, so what do you think you can do to kind of help you figure out what God wants for you? So think, uh, I think Mikey already has. Uh, so I want you to kind of th- take like a second to think about like what you can do. Because I think that's main, mainly the main goal. I, I would want all of us to kind of. And even if you're listening, like kind of look at your life and say, am I really doing what God has called me to do? Am I breathing air right now and I'm doing what I'm called to do? And if I'm not, what can I do to find that purpose? Because the purpose is there. It's just now discovering it. So go ahead, Mikey. Well, you were the first to mention it, Jesse. You said that the this this priest, I believe, told you to take like a year to yourself and let things uh, sort of happen to you. Um, I think once we break away from societal expectations, you realize that your your whole life kind of revolves around what other people say, and I don't think that's what like that's where God comes in and tells you, oh, these people are saying it. That's what you're meant to be. Um, I think it's all it's it's always going to be a journey of um, self exploration. Yeah. Um. So like like for me like <laughs> a lot of people thought that I was going to be one thing uh I guess specifically people thought I was going to be an artist cuz I like to draw but like I uh, I don't know I like expressing myself artistically and I and once I had this moment to myself to realize that like that music is a huge part in my life and it's something that makes me happy and I and I knew when I was like I was like even my parents were like are you sure you want to be something in music they don't make that much money especially a music teacher and I'm like, yes, that's a problem that I I'm genuinely concerned about because <laughs> I'm still concerned about money and and what I'm gonna make in my future. But I think I'm slowly getting more comfortable with the thought that like this job is is gonna make me happy. 
this this profession is gonna bring me joy in life and i feel like ultimately everyone wants joy in their life there's the old saying you know if you love what you do you never work a day in your life exactly so i i i live by that because i love what i do especially when it's youth ministry like I, i just love working with young people especially when we do like a night of worship and the focus isn't on giving a good teaching the focus is on just praising god and you hear young people praise god like and you feel the young church alive like i'm like wow that's that's beautiful people connecting to our creator and we're all in unison in that prayer like that's there's beauty and freedom in that so yeah for sure i've definitely felt like being a part of youth ministry over the past few years has definitely been where i was supposed to be um especially in my high school journey um Originally, I was like, eh, do I do confirmation? Should I do it? I don't know. Um, but And you joined uh, set first year late. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I remember. I did. Okay, that's a secret, okay? <laughs> now everybody knows that I joined no, no. late. No, I'm just kidding. But, but it, 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 for, for whatever reason, it happened that way. Yeah. But I remember you and your mom talked to me, and I'm like, all right, well, if, if you can make it to this day, yeah. I'll, get, I'll, I'll let you be in the program. You're like, all right, cool. It works. Yeah. Yeah. And the rest I, is history. <laughs> exactly. Um. But yeah, there was initial um, hesitation for sure. Um, But now that I kind of not only we always say whenever we have meetings or whenever we're meeting new people, like you're going to get out of it, whatever you put in. And Mm -hmm. so I think originally I was like, okay, maybe. But then as my time went in and I started putting in more into this program, I started getting so much out Um, during a time where I was struggling in high school and, and everything. I just know that youth ministry is where I was supposed to be over the past few years. And so that's something that like, god was calling me to do and i was kind of taking a step back and like wait a second wait a second this is not i don't know if this is right but then i once i stepped into it and took away the fear and took away the hesitation it became something that has really been one of the most important parts of my life and so um we were actually talking about this in my christian leadership class the other day and we were talking about how god is calling us and we were all laughing because we're saying like, oh, I've never heard God's call. And our teacher was like, well, God's call is not going to be a trumpet. Like (laughs) it's, he's not going to be out there with a thousand angels with trumpets calling you and saying, oh, you have to be this, or you are, you're supposed to be this. Like it's going to be in the smallest moments where you feel that little push and then, Mm -hmm. and that's what it is. And so, um, I think just like waiting for that push and, and not, not pushing it away, I guess, like, um, letting it kind of guide you towards the right path is, is just so important and, and not, I mean, obviously if there is initial hesitation, that's fine. Like that's normal, but, um, eventually you have to kind of realize that maybe this isn't myself pushing me in the wrong direction, but maybe it's God pushing me in the right direction. Yeah. And there's a, one thing right here I have from a different article. It says, God does not shout, but he whispers. So God whispers that, and, and it kind of goes to an article that says, God respects your freedom when you're in that decision of what you want to do with your life. God respects it, even though God may have a plan for you, but it, ultimately we have free will. God's never going to force us to anything we don't want to. We have that opportunity. Um, so I, I think what I, what I wanted to ask uh, or kind of dive into a little bit deeper, and I think Mikey kind of hit it. I think there's a difference between people having expectations for us 
and people having affirmation for us. Like when someone says, hey, you're really good at music. That's an affirmation. Like, hmm, maybe this is a calling. You know, I remember a few people telling me, like, you're going to be a great priest one day. And I was like, hmm, maybe that's that's a calling. And then I heard other people tell me, like, wow, you're going to be a good dad one day. And I'm like, huh, I'm conflicted. (laughs) (laughs) Those don't go together. (laughs) Yeah, okay, you can't have my cake and eat it too, you know? Yeah. Um, And then, you know, God willing, I want to be what's called a deacon. So a deacon is someone who's married, can have kids, and you serve in the church, but you're not uh, a priest. You're kind of... We have Deacon Glenn here at Our Lady of Grace. Uh, he kind of wears the stole sideways. And what he does, he can preach, he can baptize, he can marry, he just can't do communion, uh, stuff like that. So there's other ways to serve in the church, but it serves a purpose, uh, you know. Uh, so have you guys ever felt affirmation in perhaps the vocation you're pursuing at the moment? Like, Izzy, you're saying you want to work with pediatrics or with children. Has anyone ever told you, hey, you're good with kids, Mikey? Anyone ever told you, hey, you're really passionate with music, things like that? Have you guys ever heard those things? And how did it feel when you heard it? Because I think there are signs that you said God doesn't maybe use like flashing lights, but there's seeds that people plant. Um, It just depends. Are we going to grow it with love, water it with love? So have you ever heard any affirmations that maybe helps you kind of see your vocation? Yeah, I mean, I am, like I said, like my life is kind of centered around children. And so I am actually the oldest grandchild of 10. And then (laughs) the second oldest of almost 25, I think. So uh, 25 great grandchildren, sorry. And so um, it's kind of been something that I was born into. Like you're kind of... I was kind of born into being that person who tells the cousins where to go or is is in charge of these this many kids and like so as a kid I was always told like okay well this is your job like you're going to hold the piñata thing so that everybody <laughs> else doesn't hit the other people or like you know different things like that and so um just just rooted in in my family life that was kind of something that was expected of me so like an expectation but also um as i grew older like being a part of um i guess like in my relationships with just different children such as like working with um my drama program that i do like i've been told multiple times like thank you so much. This program helped my kid grow in confidence. And and that's something that's so important to me because I feel like the only reason that I went back to that program was, was because it helped me in my confidence. And so like working with children in that way, but also in babysitting, like I have grown to love two amazing little kids and, and every single time their mom comes home and says, thank you so much. Or mm-hmm. every time I come in and their, and their mom says, oh, they were waiting for you. They were telling me, what. when's the next time Izzy's coming? Like, just little things like that. And then also in the career aspect of it, like the biology and medicine, like I've always just had a fascination of medicine. Like whenever I went to the doctor's office, I would want to hold the stethoscope of my doctor and kind of like (laughs) mess around with it and see how every single little thing worked. And Mm. I never really understood until now that like, that was a little mini fascination that I had that grew into a bigger one. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, for me, uh, I was always told, I guess when I was younger or like a, a teenager, 
because now I'm 18, I'm an adult now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I was always told that like I was good with kids and that I should consider uh, a career in teaching because for some reason people said I I was good at teaching things and I didn't believe that. But uh, if other people said it, it certainly meant something. Um, And in terms of music, uh, there's been plenty of moments where people are like, Mikey, are you sure you've never played an instrument before high school? <laughs> and I'm like, yes, I've like I've never touched an instrument before uh, high school. I guess it's kind of interesting because even I'm like when I thought back to it, I even shocked myself. I was like, wow, I'm kind of a natural at this. Yeah. Um, so I feel like that was my my self uh, advocation to into music and putting two and two together when I'm, if I'm a good teacher and if I really love music, I feel like there's nothing that can go wrong. Okay, cool. So I'm glad to hear like there's that, the initial response to affirmations and things like that. So I think one thing I I have here and I want to kind of talk to you and Mikey and Izzy don't know about these things. So I kind of want to like, I want it to be raw. I want it to be real. So here are the (laughs) 10 steps for discerning and deciding. So I kind of want to, throw these out to you and I want to hear if you feel like you're doing that or not. And if you're at home, maybe you can kind of hear it and hear in your own life and say, am I doing that or not? Cause this could be about discerning about where you're going to go to college, discerning on what career you want to make and all that kind of stuff. So number one, it says don't explore alone. Do you feel you're exploring your options alone or do you feel you have a support system? That is a great <laughs> question that I've never actually considered. Um, well, I guess the only way I can answer that is like, I'm always constantly asking my friends, like, what are you, what are you thinking of being in the future? And, you know, their answers kind of change every once in a while. And it makes me think, and I'm like, should I be changing my answer? (laughs) (laughs) Is this how it's supposed to go? Uh, but then once again, that goes back to expectations. Like you got to ignore expectations and, and think for yourself, um, but also find, I guess with the first step is also find comfort that there are other people going through what you're going through as well. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Mm. She's thinking. <laughs> I, I am, I feel like I'm so blessed to be, to have such a supportive family. Like we have our upside down, ups and downs, but like my family is my best friend. And so in that sense, I think that I'm not going through it alone. And also my sister is like a really big support. Like anything that I do, I wrote a song the other week and she was like, Izzy, that was so good. You have to put it out. You have to like <laughs> send it to everybody. I was like, okay, calm down. One second. Um, you're, but like, it, you're a little overly positive. Yeah, I was like, like the best song I've ever heard. <laughs> she says that with every song that I'm, that I write. And so I'm like, wait, was it the last one or is it this one? <laughs> um, but, but in that sense, like I am very blessed to have like a family that I know supports me. And so in that sense, yes, but also I do feel like I'm going through this alone in, and the fact that like I'm the first one in my family to to go to college in this generation like my parents did go to college but it was a long time ago and and they were also doing it by themselves and so just trying to figure out slowly like what I what I have to do and and what I want to do is like it's a little bit of both okay. for sure cool so I'm gonna skim through a few of these because there's ten of them we're not yeah, gonna through all go ten <laughs> um, find a spiritual director do you guys have like you can call this a mentor, someone you can talk to that is older, 
have experience and have gone through some deciding factors in their own life, that they can give you some advice, not so much tell you what to do, but just put out two options for you to kind of like chew on and kind of help guide you in your best decision for yourself, not what they want you to decide, but you want. So do you feel you have that like a spiritual director or a mentor? Uh, I definitely have to say it's both my parents and my oldest brother who have been like my, uh, my directors, I guess mm-hmm. both my, my dad and my oldest brother have like experience in music. So I've asked them both like, uh, like, have you ever considered a career in music? And they both have, my dad really wanted to be a musician, like really wanted to be a musician, but he knew he had to make uh, money for his family. So he chose to do an accounting job and he's really good at it. It's something he's really good at, but not necessarily something that makes him happy. Um, but he's told me, he's like, when he's, when he retires, the only thing he's going to focus on is learning as many instruments as he can. (laughs) Uh, yeah. And that makes me happy. Um, and as for my brother, he's considered it too, but then obviously like he felt a different calling in life. Um, and I don't know, I find comfort in that. I find like, okay, things can fluctuate. Um, and things will probably fluctuate for me too. Yeah. Wow. Well, okay. So, um, all of these are so good. Like they're just (laughs) making me think a lot. That's Um, a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, I'm blinking. I need to <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Um, you want me to re- ask it again? Maybe yeah, I can you me? ask it again? Yeah. Sorry. I'll rephrase it just a little bit. Do you feel that you have like a mentor or a spiritual director to help you in those decisions you're discerning right now, whether that be the next step you're taking, what God's calling you? Do you feel yeah. like you have that? Okay. Now I'm good. Okay. Um. I think there's a lot of people in my life that do different things. Mm. And so while my parents are really good at support, and again, my sister is like really good at support, um, I think there have been teachers in my life. Um, I had a really amazing teacher when I went to Our Lady of Grace who her kids actually went to Notre Dame too. So Mm, I kind of would ask her every single question I had and she's helped me a lot along the way, whether she knows it or not, um, in my journey of just figuring out my life. Like if I hadn't gone to Notre Dame, I probably would have said that my vocation was a totally different thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so just in her guidance and my family's support, like it's been a lot of different people doing a lot of different things. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Let's go to this one. Uh, and I don't mean just like a spiritual retreat, but it says go on a retreat. So when you're discerning, so have you guys had the chance to go on a retreat or even just like a seminar on young pediatrics and stuff like that? Music, young, uh, you know, American musicians or something like that where you can come and gather with other people and then you hear talks kind of like what we do in our retreats, but that's more in the spiritual sense, but maybe like seminars to kind of help guide you in those decision makings. Have you felt you've gone on one of those? And if not, would you like to go on one of those? And I, I pulled this question because I remember once, uh, it's funny thing, he became a priest, but he was my youth minister. And Amber, he told me, that, hey, Jess, you never thought about being a priest? And I'm like, no, not really. This is when I was like 17 or 18. And he's like, all right, well, why don't you go on a retreat just to see if it's for you or not? I'm like, no, nah, it's not for me. So I'm going to waste my time. He's like, well, if you're so sure, you have nothing to worry about. Kind of challenging me. Like, are you afraid you might find out you are called to be a priest. And maybe I think that was my hesitation. I was yeah. scared. Like, oh, I don't want to go. Then I'm going to be a priest. No, yeah. <laughs> uh, little things like that, you know? Um, so do you feel you 
you've had that opportunity to try to something to confirm or help cultivate that vocation that you're kind of thinking of right now? Uh, I definitely have never experienced something where I'm like in a room full of musicians, like aspiring music music teachers, and um, and that's where I learn like if I'd want to do it or not. I feel like that's what I'm going to do in college because in going <laughs> into a music education major, everyone's going to be in that room, and it's going to yeah. be like, wow, there's a lot of you. Um, so I feel like I'll get that experience then, but like, I guess like, cause to me also retreat, a retreat is like a time away from like distractions just mm-hmm, to give yourself exactly. room to think. And that's been all of quarantine for me. Yeah. And that, I feel like that's what allowed <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah. Sure. Exactly. I feel like that's what allowed me to, to really find that, uh, realization that I, that this is probably something I want. Mm-hmm. I've been a part of a club called pre-med club since I was a freshman because I had a little inkling that I may want to go into pre-med and so I joined the club and luckily it was one of my really close friends who was the president and so I was like okay this is cool but as I've gone to more meetings and been around more people who want to kind of do the same thing as me I've never met someone who knows oh I want to become a pediatrician but while I'm going around people who do want to take this path in life that's hard and going through more and more years of schooling I've kind of surrounded myself with positive affirmations of of this specific um you know vocation and so being a part of this club has really shown me okay these are the options that you can take after you get a biology major or after you do these certain things and so definitely surrounding myself slowly but yeah I'm getting there okay cool Cool. So what we're going to do right now, is we're just going to take a, a last pause for the cause and then bring it home. We'll, we'll share our songs of the week. Los Hermanos Burritos are open Wednesday through Monday at 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. For all your breakfast needs, send them a DM at los underscore hermanos underscore burritos at Instagram. All righty. Let's take this thing home. So uh, let, let's kind of pose the question to you guys and i'll pose it to myself and i'll go first and then i'll let you guys just if you need another second think about it so i I asked uh izzy and mikey right now what would you want maybe you're not sure what the vocation is yet but what would you want your vocation what would you want that fruit to bear from it uh so one thing that i want my fruit to bear from my vocation and right now i've learned that my vocation is to be the best husband to my fiance when we get married that's my right now that's my vocation down the road that's going to change maybe to being a father as well or maybe adopt or maybe something else you know whatever the case may be maybe be a deacon but right now my thing is to love the the woman that i've decided to marry with god's uh guidance and hopefully our marriage uh makes others people want to bring their marriage closer to god so that's the fruit that I want right now, that we uh, show people you can love God together in a matrimony. And that will hopefully lead to better conflict resolution, uh, better understanding and communication. So, uh, Mikey, what would you want your vocation? What would you want a fruit of it to be? Um, I would want my fruit to be, um, I want to like share my passion with others because I feel like Nowadays, a lot more people need passion for things. Um, so I feel like as a music teacher, or going into that vocation at least, um, I could share something I'm passionate about and help others realize. I want to I do what my 
like high school band did for me. Um, and it made me realize that I love music and I want to do that for, for the next generation of youth. Cause I love, that's what I, that's why I'm here. Like I like helping the next generation kind of realize that there is a purpose in, in their yeah. life. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. It's a good one. Um, I think eventually I would love to help, like I said, kids who don't have access to medical care. Um, I think that the one thing that a child should not have to worry about is their health. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And so bringing like a statistic into this, millions of children around the entire world um, have a lack of proper health care. And so as I, I know that I'm not going to be one person bringing healthcare to m- these millions of children, but even if I can bring it to just a few, that's what I want to do. Like mm-hmm. just so that I can not make kids worry about, um, the, the illnesses that they have, but instead worry about their homework or worry about something that a kid should have to worry about that they don't have enough lives on their video game or that, you know, (laughs) that they can have normal kid worries and not have to worry about, um, their chronic illness that could take their life one day because, because that just shouldn't be what a kid should have to worry about. Beautiful. So real quickly, just to take it home, what is your song of the week that has helped you during this week or just inspired you or just something, a song that you just love and that you would want to just share with others? So uh, kind of going off our topic, I would uh, share with everyone Control by 10th Avenue North. It's really good. It talks about giving God control. Uh, and so I think that's uh, the right song for today's topic, Control by 10th Avenue North. Mikey? That's a good one. Um, I'd have to say... Uh Oh, Come to the Altar by Elevation Worship is one that I'm using now as I'm starting school. Um, just kind of like, because as school starts, you're going to be busy. A lot of things are going to be preoccupied. You you never want to forget to come to the altar um, is how I'm feeling. I love that song. Such a good song. <laughs> <laughs> um, mine for this week is called Who You Say I Am, and it's by Hillsong Worship. Um, also going with kind of like the theme of our podcast today I think just saying like, I am chosen and I am who you say I am, even though you try to push away everything that God is telling you that your vocation is in life, like ultimately I am here because you brought me here and, and there was a one in a billion chance that I could have been chosen to be here. And so just realizing that I am who you say I am. Awesome. So we hope these songs bring you closer to God this week and maybe the vocation God's calling you for. God bless everyone.